Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 58. This podcast is going up a little bit later in the week and I do apologize for that. It was a crazy busy week and to be perfectly honest, I wasn't fully in the headspace to record this particular podcast episode. I knew it was something I wanted to do like wait until the weekend to actually sit down and record this and really get all of my thoughts together. And that's because this podcast episode is one that many of you had mentioned you wanted me to to do a podcast episode on and to talk about. And that is how I use the phases of the moon and just lunar abundance in general to really cultivate a life that I absolutely love. And so for some people, if you're kind of new to this concept, it may sound a little woo-woo or a little out there, but the book that I have been reading and I reference every single time I'm about to sit down and do sort of a ritual for each of these moon phases, her name is Ezie Spencer. She wrote the book and she has a doctorate, so she has a PhD. I have learned so much reading this book and just a lot of other personal development books that I've read. I've learned so much about the amazing moon and how much it actually really does affect us, especially the feminine side of things. It's pretty crazy, and this might be a little TMI, but I'm just gonna throw it all out there because, I mean, this is fact, and I've seen it happening in my own life. But I was on birth control for a very long time, so you know, just your basic regular pill that you would take every single day. And so, of course, you know, that kind of affects your cycle your monthly cycle. And once I got off of it, completely off of birth control, it's been about a year now since I have been completely off of birth control and my cycle and everything has kind of synced up and gotten back to normal and it is perfectly aligned with the moon phases. I mean, the full moon is when you are ovulating, the new moon is, you know, when you're shedding your lining. I don't know why I'm like acting so weird talking about this. It's a normal thing to talk about. New moon is essentially when your period starts and full moon is ovulation. It's crazy because it goes through this whole harvesting cycle and it's just really cool to be connected with that, with something so incredible up in the sky like the moon. So I don't know. I just felt so much more powerful and just really in tune with myself and my body and how I'm feeling. And so it's been really cool to be able to get in tune with Mother Nature and with myself. So I am, I do believe in astrology. I love all that kind of stuff. I've been getting into crystals and tarot and all that. So if you guys want more information about any of those topics or kind of how I've been using them, because I have seen crazy, crazy shifts 
like abundant AF shifts in my life ever since I've started taking my spiritual journey and this transformation a lot more seriously. And so I want to be able to open up about these things in case it's something you're interested in. It's funny, actually, when (laughs) I remember in, gosh, I think it was my earlier years in college when the Hills came out. It was like the spinoff of Laguna Beach with Lauren Conrad and Heidi Montag. And well, I guess technically it's Heidi Pratt now. But I remember when Heidi kind of went off on a little, her and Spencer both went off on this weird little escapade where they were just like, oh yeah, crystals and all this stuff. And I think they were actually in their late 20s when that was filmed or possibly even early 30s. And I remember thinking they were just insane. I was like, these people are crazy. What are they doing? You know, I was young. I had so many judgments about about a lot of different things. And so it's just crazy to see how much I've grown and I've kind of come past that. And now I'm understanding more and more what's actually out there, how the world works, you know, everything that has to do with the law of attraction and manifestation and lunar abundance and the moon cycles. And oh my gosh, it is just the coolest, coolest thing. So sorry, I digress. That was totally a little side tangent there, but I thought it'd be kind of funny to share a little bit of history as to where I used to be compared to where I am now. If you told me I would be kind of following along with the moon phases and the cycles and you know, doing tarot readings and, you know, have a bunch of crystals in my office and in my bedroom, I would have laughed in your face. I would have told you that you were crazy. And some people may be like, oh my gosh, what is this podcast? What's happening? What is she doing? (laughs) And I just encourage you to keep an open mind because I was that exact same way, not, you know, 10 years ago and things have completely shifted and my life has just, oh, my life is incredible now. It used to be just a hot mess. It was absolute chaos and I was miserable doing a lot of things that didn't actually make me happy. And I have never been happier in my whole entire life. And I attribute a lot of that happiness and joy in you know just this spiritual transformation and this journey and being open to new things and trying new things. Because my whole thing is, I mean, what can it hurt? Really, what can it hurt? If anything, I have been more in tune with myself and I've gotten so much more guidance and I know what my intuition feels and sounds like. I know when it's fear talking and I know when it's intuition talking and that is such a crucial difference, but you have to get to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, there's gonna be no way to differentiate all those voices you know, chattering around in your head telling you what to do. Okay, so let's get started here. So if you don't know... <laughs> If you don't know, every single month, there are eight phases that the moon goes through. So this is a monthly process, and it essentially goes from new moon waxing into full moon into last quarter moon, and then the cycle kind of starts over again. So just like I was talking about with women and their monthly cycles, it happens every single month. It's the same exact thing with the moon. Now, there are eight phases. You have four yin phases, Y-I-N. The yin phases are your rest phases, and I'm not going to talk too much about those in this podcast episode because I feel like it would make it really, really long. So we're going to focus on the other four phases, which are the yang phases. So you have yin and yang, and your yang phases are action phases. But if you guys want to learn more about the yin phases, I can definitely do a different podcast episode on that, or you can pick up the book by Ezie Spencer, the one I've been referencing and will reference throughout this entire episode called Lunar Abundance. So eight phases of the moon, four of them are yin, and those are your rest phases, four of them are yang, those are your action phases, that's where you take action. So those are the ones we're gonna focus on today. 
Okay, but real quick, I'll just kind of give you an overview of what all of these eight phases are and just kind of like a one sentence description that's actually out of the Lunar Abundance book so you can kind of understand what that phase means. And then we're gonna dive into the actual yang phases and what my rituals are and what I do for each one of those. Okay, so the first phase is your new moon phase. This is a yang phase. So you'll notice it goes yang, yin, yang, yin, and it just repeats that pattern. So new moon is a yang phase. It is an action phase. This is where you set your intention and you feel your intention in your body. The next phase is crescent moon. This is a yin phase. This is where you relax into your intention and you breathe. The third phase is another yang phase, first quarter moon. This is where you take discerning action to support your intention. The fourth phase is a yin phase. It is the gibbous moon. This is where you trust that the perfect intention is coming into form at the perfect time. So that's really about trusting divine timing. The next phase is yang phase and it's full moon. This is where you move ahead with your intention right now or you accept that your intention was not for the best at this time, you release it and then you can course correct. The next phase is disseminating moon. This is another yin phase. This is where you feel grateful that your intention is coming into form in the perfect way and you receive that intention with gratitude. The next phase is yang phase. It's the third quarter moon. So now that you're receiving your intention, you're going to give back from a place of abundance. And this this phase is so, so key. I cannot even stress this enough. And the last and final phase is the yin, is a yin phase. It's the balsamic moon. And that is where you reflect with thanks, you rest, and you restore. And then the next month comes along and the cycle starts all over again where you you know, start with your new moon, you have a brand new intention and you just keep following the cycle every single month. So it's a great way to set goals, but I really like setting these intentions and then setting goals around the intention instead. That's how I've been doing it. And it has worked wonders, especially over the past year, because I've, I have been doing this. I got into it earlier last year in 2018. So probably actually right around this time in February. And I really just started practicing it And, you know, there were some months where I kind of fell off course a little bit, which is totally normal. But as I started seeing the results and the things that were happening, when I would do these certain rituals and these practices, I realized just how impactful this particular practice is. And now it's something that I do every single month. I mark it on my calendar. And actually, if you have an Erin Condren planner or any planner in general, you will notice there are these little symbols already marked in there about what phase of the moon we're in. So if it's a closed circle and it's filled in, that's the new moon. If it's an open circle, it is that's the full moon. And then you have your first quarter and third quarter, so that's really when the circle is cut in half and then it's filled in on either side. So with the new moon, that is all about setting intentions. So this is where I will literally light a fire in my fireplace and I'll sit down right in front of it. I'll bring my journal and anything else I want. If I want candles, if I want crystals, whatever I want, I will bring all of that and kind of set up a nice little comfortable space right in front of the fireplace. For me, there's something so therapeutic about fire. You may find that you want to be around water. Maybe you want to be cozied up with a bunch of blankets, or maybe you want to be outside actually sitting just in nature. You may, you have to find what works for you. For the new moon phase, I set my intentions and then I will set corresponding goals. And it's normally just one goal. It's very important to just 
focus on one thing because if you set too many intentions and have too many goals, things can get a little bit chaotic and then you kind of lose track of what your intention was and it's just messy. So for me personally, I found setting one intention with one kind of overarching goal really helps me keep on track and that way I can reflect on it and see what's actually happened by the time the moon phases has reached its end in the balsamic moon. The best way I can explain setting intentions is to write down, if you haven't done this already, but I do this very often, is I will write down my dream life. So I'll ask questions like, what kind of car am I driving? Where am I living? Is it a house? Am I in a flat? What country am I in? What state am I in? You know, what do I look like? How do I feel? Like, what color is my hair? Just all this, like, really get into what your dream life looks like. Imagine your dream life, and then you're going to think about your current reality. And that's where you're going to identify the gaps. And if there's one specific gap that's really sticking out to you, that might be a great place to start for your intention. So let's say maybe it has to do something with your health. You know, maybe you want to just be healthier. You want to cook more at home. You want to exercise more. You don't want to eat as much takeout. And maybe you also want to watch, you know, less Netflix and actually be more active and get moving. So your intention could be a little bit more focused around your health one month. Maybe it could be focused on your finances another month. If you're a student, it could be focused on your academics and your grades. If you're in a relationship, it could be focused on that and really nurturing your relationship with your spouse or significant other, friends, family, whatever. So it's good to look at your dream life and your current reality, compare the two and see where the gaps are. And I would honestly write down these gaps. What is currently missing in your current reality that you're seeing in your dream life that's not actually happening in your current reality. And once you have those gaps, again, I wouldn't focus on all of them at once because that's that's going to be a lot and that's going to be very overwhelming. But I would pick one that you really, truly, you know, that's really speaking to you and reaching out to you. I would choose one to really focus on for the month, set an intention around, around that particular category, and then create a goal that goes along with that. So a great example of an intention that she gives in the book, this is an intention with a corresponding goal and it's related to money. So the intention is I feel stable and grounded with my feet on the earth as I feel a steady flow of prosperity through my life. So you can see the intention is more of like a mantra or an affirmation. It's it's bigger than a goal because here we're talking about, you know, having a steady flow of prosperity through your life. So if you try to word your intention that way, then it's something you can repeat to yourself throughout the month to remind yourself what your intention is for that month. And then the corresponding goal is I make $10,000 on top of my current salary in the next 12 months, i.e. through negotiating a pay increase, finding a better paid job, coaching clients on the side, or selling my old clothes and jewelry online, or a combination of the above. So that's an example of her corresponding goal with that intention. Okay, so moving on to the next yang phase, this is the first quarter moon. And this is the time when the moon is waxing from the new moon to the full moon. So this is the time when we really wanna take smart action. So during this phase, I will pull out my journal and I will write down my top priorities, like five to eight non-negotiables. And I use my new moon intention as my reference point. So what are the things I am absolutely going to focus on this month? They are my non-negotiables. These are my top priorities, you know, these are my main focus. So it's going to be different every single month because again, you're using your new moon intention as your reference point. 
The next yang phase is the full moon phase. The whole point of the full moon phase is to really create a release list and to, you know, really identify what is no longer serving you. So if you found that maybe you haven't been living up to that new moon intention, this is the time to write down what is no longer serving you. You know, what has been holding you back from realizing that new moon intention and that corresponding goal? What is it that you're afraid of? You know, what are you frustrated by? So this phase is really a time to release and let go. So this is another one that I'll do by my fireplace and I'll sit down with my journal. I'll rip out a piece of paper and I'll write down all of the things that are no longer serving me, the things I want to let go of. And then I will simply just say, you know, I release you. I forgive you. Thank you for the lessons, but I'm ready to let go of this now. So you can come up with a little mantra or a little saying if you want. And I'll actually take that piece of paper and you can either fold it up, crumple it up, whatever you want to do. I normally just leave it flat and I'll throw it into the fire and I'll just kind of sit there and watch it burn. And there's something, that's why I like to do it in front of the fire because there's something so therapeutic about just watching the words on the page being engulfed in flames and being eaten by the flames because it feels, you know, seeing it turn into ashes and smoke and rising up. It's this very symbolic way of letting something go. So you may find something else works for you, Again, I really enjoy doing this in my fireplace and I like to release things by burning them. So that's the full moon phase. And then the last yang phase we're gonna talk about is the third quarter moon. Once you've gone through these phases multiple times, you just realize more so how connected we all truly are and that we're not alone and we're governed by the same sun and the same moon and you know the same laws and it's just, it's crazy. It's really hard to put into words because it's really something that you have to experience. But with the third quarter moon, it's a time to realize that you are a part of a greater whole on this earth, on, you know, in the universe, in this whole entire solar system. There is a greater whole and you are a part of it. And so when you set your intentions and you take action and you start to harvest those seeds that you've planted, you know, you're harvesting these things and then it's time to kind of give back. And this doesn't necessarily mean giving money or anything like that. It could just be giving time or giving someone the chance to open up. Like maybe someone really needs a shoulder to cry on. Maybe they really need someone to just listen to them. You know, this is a great time to think about volunteering or extending a social or dinner invitation to someone that maybe you think is lonely or maybe they've expressed that they are lonely. Maybe this is a time to reach out to a friend or family member or someone that you haven't spoken to in a really long time. This is also a time where I like to think about what else I can do for my clients and for my platform and how I can continue to give back and really nurture the community and you know what more can I do to give back and make things even better than they already are. So you know the beautiful thing is is that this happens every single month. So maybe you try it one month and it doesn't go exactly as planned or maybe you feel like a failure because your intention and your corresponding goal didn't work out. But again, that's the beautiful thing is that the moon is going to go through these phases every single month. So every month is like, it's almost like a mini new year. It's a chance to just start over, start fresh, define an intention. And if you find that your intentions and your goals were maybe a little bit too big one month, again, it's all about reflection. And you do a lot of reflection in the yin phases to see what really isn't working for you and what you can do 
or how you can listen better and really tap into your intuition. So that's really what I wanted to cover today with these yang phases and talking more about, you know, the action oriented phases. I'd be happy to do a podcast episode on the yin phases. Again, it's a lot of reflection, a lot of resting, um, and a lot of the time in the yin phases, it's just, it's interesting. You'll find if you're feeling kind of down or a little low, or your, your thoughts are kind of just running away with you, the yin phases are really the time where you learn how to sit with those dark shadows And that's something I've had to learn how to do because I'm someone who suppresses a lot of things like way deep down and I don't really let them come up. And the yin phases have kind of forced me to face a lot of these demons, to face these shadows head on and to really, you know, work through them. And in doing so, I have truly found that inner voice and that inner light and that guidance that I have been searching for for many, many years. So that is it for today's podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. I know that it was a little different than some of my other podcast episodes, but again, if you guys are interested in more of more of the kind of like rituals and, you know, routines and the practices that I'm doing on a weekly or daily basis, like if you're interested in tarot or crystals, or again, those yin phases of the moon and some of the other stuff I'm doing, then just send me a DM on Instagram. You can email me at authorkristenmartin at gmail.com just let me know. I really appreciate your guys' feedback and I want to make sure the content that I am creating is tailored to you so you can get the most out of it. So that is all I have for this episode. I will chat with you guys in the next one. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.